0: leave my eyes, Dustin. I know. I know. Look at us. Look at us. We're back. Yeah. We're both wearing Avengers shirts again.
1: Yeah, look as, at that. As
0: we're want to do. As we're want to do. I got the, uh, I almost wore my Iron Man shirt.
1: Ah, okay.
0: And you've got your Captain America shirt.
1: Yep. I and think I have that same Avengers shirt. Y- yes. Yep. I, what's your Iron Man shirt? Is it a red one with like his... With
0: the, with the yellow... The yellow? Yeah. The I've l- got
1: that too, yeah.
0: Silhouette or whatever. <laughs> My goodness, how long has it been since we have both been on the mic? man, It's been a long time. I believe it was uh before your like, son was born. It might have been august uh yeah we had some September episodes but those were all recorded previously and yeah. uh slow released yeah, so it's been since maybe august uh of twenty twenty one since we've man. uh done the show. That's crazy together, yeah, um well. Yeah, uh, a lot. A lot has happened. I wrote down a big list of things that that I could remember off the top of my head that have happened since we've last um, spoken. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm gonna rattle some off real quick, just Go. just just for funsies. Go for it. Um, my daughter learned how to ride a bike. Nice. Um, you and your wife celebrated a wedding anniversary. Yes. Um. Uh, I have. Dr- I, I I drink less coffee now. Thought nice. That, I thought that would pique your interest. Sweet. Um, we have the Omicron variant. And, yeah, and now yep, yep. another Omicron variant, maybe. Sure. Um, Mardi Gras has happened. Uh, Alec Baldwin shot and killed somebody. Um, wow. Yeah. We've both we've both had babies. Yes. And uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine.
1: That's a lot of stuff.
0: That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot I mean, of stuff. That man. was a normal size hiatus. Uh, kind of yeah. long, but like uh, not the longest hiatus we've ever taken.
1: No, it feels like it wasn't super long but no, like but look at all that yeah, happened it's a lot of stuff dude. all these
0: things that happened yeah crazy it is crazy yeah so so we we uh we've both added uh each added a son to our collective households we did um how how are y'all doing how how you're are y'all are y'all Peter are y'all tapering off like the the the, the what I call the, the hardest parts the first three months?
1: Yeah. So he's three and a half months. Um, so we're, we're settling into a groove, I feel like. Um, and of course everyone s- talks about the four month sleep regression, um, and that, you know, whatever it's, it may screw things up, whatever. I think we just hit that. Like, I think we hit it early, uh, because he was sleeping fine. And then suddenly he just wasn't sleeping anymore. Um, but I think we're back to some sense of normalcy. I don't know. He's sleeping now. So, <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I think we're, we're moving into a groove and obviously, you know, he's, you know, hitting his milestones and smiling and laughing. And I came home today and he was just like looking at me and just smiling. And I was like, see, this is, this is the nice part. This is the night, the good, the good feels part. Um, so yeah, I mean, but, it, but it's good. And, um, yeah, we're
0: we're we're happy and uh, tired, but happy. Oh yeah, you'll yeah. get you'll get less tired. We're yeah, sure. We're, we're, my son Riley is sick right now, so he's sleeping irregularly and he's he's stuffy. Yeah. So every time I we feed him, we have to pour saline up his nose. Yeah, uh, which he hates. Right. Uh, but um, Riley played a trick on me today. Like I picked him up. Cause he was like crying and screaming in his seat or whatever. I picked him up and I was looking at his little chart from daycare. Yeah. And I was like, when did he last eat? You know, and this is like, a, I was home a little early today. It was like four, yeah. four 30 or something. And uh, I was like, when did you eat? And I looked at the sheet and it's like, yeah, he ate a whole six ounce bottle at three forty five. And like, as I'm reading it, he kind of stops crying and starts like looking at what I'm doing. Mm. And I swear to God, as soon as I was like, you don't need to eat. You just want to get out of your chair. He like, he breaks his like, he breaks his stone face and like smiles slowly. Ha-ha. and just goes and he goes, and I was I like, gotcha. I was like, you got you, gotcha you just you just played a joke, and then he couldn't fuck. He couldn't stop laughing. So I, maybe it varies by by kid and sense of humor. Yeah. But Riley's sure. almost six months old, and he's playing jokes on me. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, he did. Oh, before that, he did a hilarious one where he peed all over himself in the middle of the night and I couldn't change his sleeper. That was funny, too.
1: Oh, that sounds funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After like five months of not peeing on himself, I was like, wow, that's quick. Like, usually this happens a few times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, I was like, I, I can leave him on the couch for like four oh. seconds to go get this diaper. He pees straight up, it down <laughs> all over this like sumo does your son sleep in like one of those sumo suit things?
1: Yeah. The sleep sack deals. Oh, it's
0: Was it a sack or is it like a, is it like a, like a padded, like, uh, like suit?
1: It, it's not padded. It's like a, it's like, like a, a, it's a, a sack. sack. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We did the sack. Sack is great. Yeah. There's these, we call it like a sumo suit mm. and it, you know, it's, it's legs in, arms yep. out, yep. um, and then it has like a double zipper and the whole thing is to mm-hmm. keep them from throwing arms in the middle of the night and yeah, waking themselves yep. up. Yep. And so it just creates a little bit extra, like, stop fighting, stop moving, just go to sleep. <laughs> right. And so he's right. in that, it just takes forever to dry. And if you yeah. piss all over it, yeah, well, it just stays wet. Yeah, exactly. So, and it just, I just, remember we, we didn't wash it today, so that <laughs> probably still smells like pee pee. Ah, whatever. It's fine.
1: Ba- ba- baby urine is is much less disgusting than than adult urine i'm finding Maybe. i mean don't get me wrong it's still disgusting <laughs> i'm not saying there's anything pleasant about it but i'm just saying like it doesn't have that ammonia smell that like you know is like uh <laughs> um at least hey I, 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 ours doesn't yet anyway three months you know but um but yeah i mean there, there have been a few times where he's like hey let me see if i can pee on the wall behind me and and then it's like, oh, great!
0: You're successful. Good job. I mean, we always compare every one of these kids to to our daughter who had pyloric stenosis. If you remember, when she was, you know, in her first four weeks, yeah, and she was just puking everything up. Pyloric yeah. stenosis, for you know, is is basically where like one of your stomach tubes is too narrow to keep food down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and as you grow, it it continues to uh, to constrict. Mm-hmm. And so she's just throwing up and we kept like calling the pediatrician, you know, this is our first kid. And so we were like, yeah. no, 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 She's, she, you know, are we, are we crazy? And they're like, Oh, spitting up is normal when babies feed. And we're like, okay. But she was like, she was like, like an exorcist. Like it would, yeah. it would, it would go several feet. Yeah. Um, like it was coming out of a super soaker. <laughs> and, uh, a friend of mine from War, uh, Cynthia from uh, a friend of the show, Cynthia, Cynthia yeah. came yep. over at the time we were working together and she came over to visit me and Tara. Uh, and, she like she, Tara was like changing Amelia, and they were walking down the hallway or something like that, and and it's just like, and Cynthia was like, jump. She was like, oh my god, <laughs> this isn't normal. And we were like, yeah. right, yeah, um, uh, yeah. She, it was terrible. Anyway, so the point of all that is, uh, every time our kids don't do that, every yeah. time we're like, yeah, this is pretty nominal. It's like, all right, well, I guess least... we just road tested yeah. us for for. <laughs> For, for right. that sort of thing.
1: But dude, that's what doctors always say is like, oh well, that's normal. And it's like, no yeah. no no. You're not <laughs> yeah, living with it. Like, you you know what, projectile,
0: what I'm And it's like, I'm sure yeah. he's just exaggerating. Project everyone says projectile. Right. Oh projectile. Like, no, I, I don't, Right.
1: One one thing we heard was like, um so our, our son has a little bit of like reflux issues. And wow. so, uh, and oh, so like one me. of <laughs> like you, uh, like you had last week. it not like uh, this right now. It hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't and, I healed. <laughs> and, uh, and so one of the, we asked the doctor, like at what, sh- at what point should we be concerned? Do you know that kind of thing? And, and her response was like, well, you know, it could be worse. You could have a baby who's like throwing up constantly. And I'm like, well, but that's like the worst thing you could possibly say. That's like me saying, <laughs> My son broke his leg, and you say, Well, he could have broke both.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well he, well, he needs a
0: cast for yeah. the one now, thank you. Yeah, what should we uh what should we do with this reflux? Hey, listen, at least your baby like wasn't born with no legs.
1: Yes. That hey, okay. blessing, sure, great. Sure. I mean fine. You're, you're not but can wrong. we fix the problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, but like if I went to the, went the doctor for about. me. And I'm like, I'm throwing up constantly, and they're like, "Well, but you could be throwing up you, and I, pooping you constantly." You could be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, "Well, but I shouldn't be throwing up constantly." <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right, though. It's, just, it's, it's p- p- pediatricians. I, I imagine have seen it all, and so they're just and they get a lot of silly questions. Fazed. But it's yeah. just, I guess, they do that just to deter people who aren't serious or yeah. who truly are. But it's just like. I want to tell them like, listen, like this is our fourth. Like I, I know, I know what's kind of, you know? Yeah. So,
1: well, and well, there's something to the idea. We'll get into the movie, but there, 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 there's something to the idea of like a parent's intuition. Like, like if a parent's like, Oh, I think something's wrong. Yeah. Like take it seriously because oh, yeah. you know, the parent lives with that child 24 hours a day. You do kind of know a little bit of something about what's normal and not normal for them specifically.
0: Yeah. And I feel like part of your job is to not make people feel like idiots right? for asking you questions because they're afraid for their kid's health. Like, go yeah, home, yeah. have a stiff drink and tell your spouse, like, you wouldn't believe this guy. He thought his kid had like, you know...
1: It's something that would be ridiculous for a child to have, like Alzheimer's. Right? This is, this dude thinks this kid has Alzheimer's because he doesn't remember his ABCs. Yeah.
0: It turns like, out he's just three months old. Doesn't remember anything. Can't say right. anything.
1: No idea. <sighs> <sighs> oh, <sighs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You sign up for that profession, you know you're going to get crazy first time parents who are like, help. But my kid's three months old. He's not walking yet. Is this normal? <laughs> Why doesn't he answer my questions? <laughs> I put a math equation on the board
0: like Goodwill Hunting and he didn't solve it. He couldn't solve it. Is, does that mean he's dumb? <laughs> How old's your son? He's dumber than Matt Damon. <laughs> no. Another thing you sign up for when you have uh, kids is you eventually start watching a lot more kids' movies and kids' programming. Um, I'm well versed on the Bluey. Oh, man. See, is he the one, the suspenders guy?
1: No, Bluey's the dog.
0: Who who's Blue is wait, oh shit. Okay, hold on. Is who am I thinking of? Uh is it also starts with a B, isn't it? Uh but Blippy. Is it Blippy? I don't know Blippy. Boppy? I don't know Boppy. Booby. You you would like Bluey,
1: dude. It's on Disney Plus. It's uh, it's
0: Australian. You know what? I've been told about Bluey, now that you mentioned that. You should watch Bluey, man. Yeah. My friend Stefan it's, and his wife told cool. me about Bluey. They said Bluey it's is cool. where it's at. It, it's a really
1: cool show. Like even even for an adult, I find myself like watching it and just going like
0: You're just drawn to is, it. This
1: is really well made.
0: Is it the is it the is it the accent? Is it like the the Well,
1: oh, that's part of it. Yeah. Sure. And I, all is, the Yeah. Ex- yeah. And all, all the things where, you know, they, it's like, uh, do American kids understand any of this where they're talking about like kilometers and,
0: and like, like do they understand this?
1: Like, I, I can't imagine that they do, but okay. It's
0: just the Australian tourism ministry trying to just converse to the metric system without. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, listen, let's, let's just, let's just jump all in and get them off the, the standard. All right. Well, we'll catch up like this many times. I imagine as the episodes go on. Um, yeah. Uh, just as things occur. So, um, so we wanted to talk about turning red, um, which may be the simultaneously, the most recent thing we've seen and just top, you know, top of mind at least. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I I don't know where we really want to start with this movie. Um, I saw this, I mean, it's only been available on Disney plus for like what a week and a half. Yeah. Something like that. So we watched it the first, the, the Friday it was available. Yeah. And, um, I, uh, my short answer is I, I liked it for those who don't know, Turning Red is, is about, um, is about a girl. It's the years to the years, 2002, I believe. Um, and she, it's a coming of age movie about a girl who, um, when she reaches adolescence, uh, finds herself turning into a giant red panda whenever she expresses a strong emotion and she finds out that it's a part of like her family's, it's like a family curse curse, thing, and the way you break it is learning to control it by, by ritual, you know? So I, I did like it. Um, it's, it, the style is a little jarring for people who might be expecting the usual from Pixar, you know, but I, I, I liked it. Usually that kind of stuff bothers me, but I realized like, okay, this is only jarring because this is just something I'm not expecting. And so I just sort of try to let go of that. Um, but uh, I liked it. It felt like a really personal film. Um, and you know, th- because it has one director who also yeah. uh, co-wrote it and it's very much about her. Yeah. Um. And uh, but I thought what I liked about it. So it's unlike Pixar stylistically, but it's very much like Pixar um, in terms of it, trying to being willing to tackle mature themes and especially when it comes to female characters which mm-hmm. um i think is off-putting some people or they think it's inappropriate but i personally think it's pixar's best in a while
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i think maybe since incredibles 2 because mm-hmm. everything they made after incredibles 2 i think we both agree probably just in, yeah. aside from turning red everything they've made after incredibles 2 is kind of an underwhelming yeah like, onward yeah and uh Soul. toy story four and yeah. uh soul's probably the best one but yeah, it's, Soul, it's soul's a missed yeah. opportunity which we've covered when we talked about that one yeah yep. um yeah but i've got something i'll share with you later that somebody sent me a regarding turning red that i think is kind mm-hmm. of whatever but uh sure. what, what, what are your thoughts on, on the movie
1: I think ultimately I gave it like three stars. I think it's fine. I think um, it's probably a little better than fine, but uh, you know, it, it honestly it was, um, I think I would agree, it's probably the, the best of, of those post Incredibles 2 Pixar films, mm-hmm. but that's still not saying much and it's really not all that great. I don't remember what I gave Soul and, and all of that. Probably a three. Um, you know, right around there. It, it, th- this is a little bit better than that, but you know, not by a huge margin. Um, I, I enjoyed the, the metaphor when it was a metaphor. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it felt like as the film went on, they embraced the like literalness of it um, a little bit too much. And yeah. then it kind of lost the the power that the metaphor had. Cause I'm thinking of something like inside out, which is like metaphoric to the nth degree, um, and, and then this was like, it started there and it's like, oh, this is going to be some sort of a, a, metaphor for like puberty or, you know, maturing and whatever. And, and then it just becomes literally about a panda. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh, I was a little disappointed by the literalness of, of the curse. Um, and then like, uh, as the, uh, I, as it went on, I found myself doing two things. So first of all, growing very tired of like the, the, weird misfit teenage girl thing that like everything's doing and like it was perfected for me by the Show Gravity Falls, which had a character in it, Mabel Pines, and Mabel was like that, and and like she that to me that's like the perfection of that trope. And so, I'm like getting tired of like the same thing, like I'm quirky and I'm a girl, and it's like, okay, cool. What, what else are you?
0: Adorkable is the word, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. And I'm like, oh, okay, like that's this is not, all
0: Zoe Deschanel's fault, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not bad in and of itself, like that's not a bad thing, it's how you do. Do it, and I haven't seen it done as completely as that show Gravity Falls did. Now that had a huge, that had you know multiple seasons to to flesh her out. But whatever. Uh, yeah. But the point is, like, um, I found myself growing tired of that, and so all of her little adorable friends, it was like the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're the one that is angry and you're the one that's whatever and like okay yeah i i you know i don't really know that and and really like those those archetypes were also used in gravity falls so it's really like eh, but then like um but then as it went along i found myself at least warming up to may as as it, as it went along mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay our main character starts out to me being a little bit obnoxious. Um, and, and then, you know, like, Oh, okay. This 13 year old that knows everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and then like, as it goes on, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I get it. And I am I'm, I'm here, but act one did not do a great job for me of bringing me on board for the character. Um, I had to wait until act two and three to really Latch on, yeah. Um, which I think is a problem. There was a criticism um,
0: of the movie where it said this feels a lot like this film was made for what's the director's name? I've I just didn't pull it up. <laughs> oh, I've got it. Hold um, on. But somebody said this feels very much Domi. She like Domi. She, f- yeah. Domichi. The film feels like it was made s- exclusively for Domi. She and her friends, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Which <clears throat> excuse me. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh man. Did you give me your, 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 your throat problems? Um, that was a dusting cough. It was normally I can get it all out in one, but it hung yep. around. No, it was like a Marlin When the whale tries to eat them, he's like, no, no. he puts his hand out. Like I'm, I haven't come this far. That was my, <laughs> that was on my flim. Um, <laughs> sorry, what were we talking- oh, it was so that criticism yeah. kind of makes me uh, think of that particular uh, critique because that's the problem with the first act is it's, it's yeah. so specific to yeah. that kind of character and, and that kind of behavior. And I felt the same where it's not that I wasn't with her, but it was more like, like, I understood like, okay, I, I, I get the sense your character and I appreciate how real your annoying behavior feels to me yeah um because i'm sitting here watching it with my eight-year-old daughter yeah and so i was like the whole movie i was like oh shit like the whole, <laughs> the whole here we go the whole everything that happened i was like yeah. oh no <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah no and and i thought like uh, so it, for those who kind of are, are unaware the film is is pixar ish but it's also like really inspired by like you know the Hayao Miyazaki style and like this anime ish yeah. kind of thing. I actually really liked that. I thought it was a cool like uh, touch for the animation. It to, plays to really well for that. a kids' movie. It was yeah, a little sure. a
0: little strong for me, but because it's a movie for kids, I was like, this actually my my kids my my daughter was entertained by it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And my my think, wife, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Doesn't no? You're good. My you're wife good. who 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 is of Japanese descent and who lived yeah. in Japan for six years also appreciated the style and who was watching and who is also yeah. a woman yes who has gone through puberty
1: correct i well yeah so uh it, it, it's just one of those things where it's like i look i'm not a huge fan of anime but uh but i really like the style when it's done well like i think it's kind of cool you know whatever but eh, whatever so so i was i was on board for a while um but there, you're right there are a few parts where it kind of like ventures into something weird, like almost like adventure time or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is, this is, I don't like as much. And so like, if it had really stuck that, that studio Ghibli kind of feel, I really think I would have dug at least the visual style of it, which I mostly dug. Um, and, and like the, the voice work is across the board really good. Um, uh, the songs, eh, I could take them or leave them. Um, what this really reminded me of, and I know we said this recently about the Mitchells versus the Machines, um, which yeah. is also like, uh, you know, you can go your own way, girl, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and like, you know, be true to thine self, you know, kind of a thing. Um, it's that same thing. But they're both, to me, like weirdly inspired by a Goofy movie. Like I, it, during Mitchell's versus I machines, I, I, that, that was one of my, one of my critiques. <laughs> okay. And then here, like, as soon as she's like, I want to go to a concert and I'm yeah. like, is it uh, a power I've concert? seen this. Okay. <laughs> and then like, as it goes on, I'm like, yeah, I've definitely seen this. Okay, cool. Um, so I like, really loved
0: it, the boy band though. I, I was like, yeah, this is.
1: They even do. Th- there's a thing where like one of the one of the boy band singers like comes over the audience. He's got like wings on or whatever, and he's like getting really close to like touching her. Like his yeah. hand is out, and I'm like Max Goof did the same thing, <laughs> and then and then it and then the rug gets pulled out from under him. Yeah. You remember Max Goof was reaching out for Roxanne, mm-hmm. and then like the power like yeah. principal mazer just puts the power <laughs> the, the on rope and rope it's like broke ah. and, yeah yeah he spins out and Polly Shore is like it busted you know busted and, busted and uh, so I'm like okay yeah I, like i i understand your your inspirations and you know okay i got, got it but um but all that said, like, I, I think just structurally, um, you know, forget familiarity with the plot, whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, structurally, it took a while to get involved in, in the story. And then once it kind of lost and once I got involved, then it lost the metaphor that I thought was interesting. So it was like this weird mixed bag of like, I like this. I don't like this. I like this. I don't like this. I like this. I don't like this. And throughout the whole thing. Um, but but all that to say, like, Dustin, would you recommend it? Yeah, sure. It's on Disney plus. And if yeah. you have Disney plus, it's not a waste of your time. Um, it's solid and it's better than a good dinosaur or the good dinosaur or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: Oh, uh, for sure. So, yeah. No, I, I agree. I, 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 I do. I, I do recommend it. Um, I think uh, it's, kids will like it. And I think, I mean, I was watching it with, you know, my, my five-year-old son kind of checked out and went off to watch, you know, something else yep. <clears throat> for the whole second act. Yeah, and then he came back for the third act where where kinetic things were happening, and he could yeah. he he could he was much more responsive. Yeah, but he didn't he didn't take too he 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 wasn't he didn't take a shine to this adolescent girl storyline. So he was like, sure. he literally stood up and goes, I, "I'm gonna go watch something different." <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> so he said it tactically he, he was trying not to like he's like he wouldn't I watch see the y'all are enjoying it yeah he went to <laughs> he went to go watch like um whatever rambo and that, that animal that new animals uh docu-series on netflix which he's really into uh, okay yeah that's, oh, that's yeah. much
1: that's much better than the expendables
0: <clears throat> At yeah least it's educational yeah yeah is the expendables on,
1: Dis- on disney plus no
0: okay no um but, uh, but my daughter really enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think, I think I mostly in a lot of it was like just thinking, okay, I, I have a daughter. So I, I'm getting a kick out of the characterization of her awkwardness yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. And, and it had a lot of like things in it that I was just like, it, they made me a little uncomfortable, but it was mostly because it's the first time I've seen it. It's like,
1: mm.
0: I, as a man, am uncomfortable, like hearing, like watching, you know, preteen girls in a kid's movie were clearly horny for the gas station attendant. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's not like, Oh, he, it's like, no, there, it's very strongly implied that it's like a, it's like a physical urge. Yeah. But then I was just like, I'm just uncomfortable because it's true. And this is the first movie to address it. It's not, there's nothing right. substantive about my right. uncomfortableness, except that I have a child who sure. is a few years away from this character's experience. And I was like, Oh, yeah. so it was more just like, Oh No,
1: well, and I, I've seen a lot of criticism from people saying like they shouldn't tackle this in a kid's movie, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like,
0: why not? When they did you, it. When, when else? Well,
1: but they did it in a way that was tactful. It's yeah. not like it, it, it it's not like it went too far or no. did anything that was inappropriate. I thought it was tactful. Yeah, maybe maybe it's uncomfortable, but I think it's kind of supposed to be.
0: So here's this thing I wanted to bring up. This post, my yeah. wife sent me this post that she saw. That somebody made on facebook it's just one of those big posts that people share um <clears throat> so i'll try and breeze through this is some 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 random person on facebook saying this i'm curious what did everyone think of luca personally i heard zero negative reviews so yet stay with me here i hate people say that luca is a 13 year old <laughs> you haven't even started yet luca is a 13 year old may is a 13 year old luca turns into a human may turns into a red panda Luca sneaks away daily being disobedient to his parents. May also sneaks away and is disobedient to her parents. I'm going to get my glasses out. I can't read this screenshotted Facebook thing. I'm getting old, Dustin. (laughs) Just to to continue our series about how we're all getting old. I have to get the specs out. Yeah. Luca dangerously builds and drives a Vespa, eventually entering in a race with his new human friends, humans that have knowingly and openly hated and hunted creatures such as Luca. May turns into a panda form to take pictures and make party appearances to earn money, to go to her first boy band concert with her girlfriends. Luca stays on land embracing the human world. May keeps her inner panda embracing her ancestors and who she is. Both PG movies. The major differences between these films are the culture, Italian, Asian, the time period, Luca's 50s, 60s, May is 2002, and the fact that Luca is a boy and May is a girl. Is it accurate to then draw the conclusion that society is holding emerging girls to significantly and ridiculously higher standards? So are we mad at Pixar? Are we mad that Pixar had the audacity to create a coming-of-age story or that female coming-of-age makes society uncomfy but boys will be boys and that's okay? So I <clears throat> think that is silly. I don't see that in the movie at all. Yeah. I don't see some double standard. I'll read you what I wrote to my wife as as a response, just as my 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 take on it. Um, does that elicit any reaction in you hearing that um, comparison? Do you think there's any merit to that?
1: No. In fact, the first thing I wanted to do is check the Rotten Tomatoes scores in both films. Okay. Well, so I'm, I'm working on that all right, right let, now.
0: Let me read you what I wrote her then. Okay. I said, the problem with what the internet did to film criticism, <laughs> that's <laughs> I chose to begin this, is it elevated nitpicking to an unofficial legitimacy Keep in mind that even if what she's saying were true, Luca takes place in a country and decade where societal bounds were even looser for boys than today's. Mm-hmm. She has to consider the context both ways. And so what I meant to say there is like, even if you're right, the boys will be boys, it's not in the same era as May or the same yeah. city. It's in a it's in a different country with different with, context. With, yeah, looser societal norms and much earlier where yes, boys will be boys. Yeah. Uh, or boys were boys, Bo- boy, you know, whatever. Um, sure. I said, personally, to me, Luke is a story not only of coming of age, but a budding romance between the two boys. The director fully denies this, but I don't believe in authorial intent. Every frame of that movie, every lingering shot, every emotional choice that he says was just the bonds of friendship. Mm, no, those boys are into each other and it's okay. I certainly think that ma- that makes it a better film, even though they wouldn't come out, ha, and say it. Turning Red is an honest look into preteen girlhood, including not so subtle references to being absolutely horny as F over boys. I applaud it as a film for exploring that, even though it doesn't fit what people expect from Pixar movies. But I thought Turning Red was Pixar's best movie since Incredibles 2. And then I went on to say the Batman is not what some people wanted from a comic book movie, but the style, which is noir detective drama suited the character and subject matter perfectly. And even if Batman weren't the main character, if it was someone generic, generic PI detective person, the story is great and true and relevant to societal concerns today. The main thing is it's easy to get likes and clicks when you foment male, female gender comparisons, whether you really feel that way about the movie or not. And that's the problem with social media. To me, you can never be sure if people are being sincere or not. There's a performative aspect to posting about something always. And it unfortunately is important to consider when reading Hot takes on the internet. Yeah. And that's basically my full thoughts on it. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, What's the score? So Luca has a 91% of Rotten Tomatoes Mm -hmm. and Turning Red has a 95. So the general consensus is Turning Red's a better film. Right. Um, So (laughs) it is a better film. Yeah. It is a better film. It is a better film. I I think it's totally a better film. I I obviously film is subjective and you know, whatever, or you may disagree with that, but I think it's a better film. I think it's a better made film. Um, so, so yes. Um, but, but no, I, I don't, I do not agree with, with the statement. Um, what I thought you were going to get at, um, which is, which is a a complaint that I've seen Mm -hmm. is that Luca is disobedient to his parents. May is disobedient to her parents and that this is an issue in current modern movies that kids are disobedient and like, that's the, that's a good thing. Right, right. now here, here's what I, here's where I go with that. I think there's some merit to that. Not a lot of merit, but yeah. some merit. Um, uh, you, you, look at something like a goofy movie, which I'll just continue with that. Uh, Max is definitely <laughs> disobedient to goofy. Yeah. He definitely wants something that Goofy doesn't want, and definitely stands his ground and says, "This is what I want, and this is what you know this is what we're going to do." Um, and uh, it, but the, but it, the film does not frame it as though that's a good thing. No. In fact, it hurts Goofy, and we kind of associate with Goofy as much as much as we do Max, even as kids. Um, and so we understand the hurt that Max is causing Goofy, and blah blah blah. So it isn't framed as a good thing. Um, I would say in Luca it is framed as a good thing that they ignore all parental advice and do what they want to do in, in turning red. I think there is some level in which it is seen as a good thing that may did her own thing and ignored all parental advice. Of course. There's the – the what, I'm, what I'll call the Encanto element where both Turning Red and Encanto have to deal with uh, meeting the expectations of your ancestors, your mm-hmm. mother or your grandmother, um, and like their expectations for you are not what you want for yourself or their unrealistic expectations or whatever. I don't know. I guess writers in Hollywood right now just have really big – parent parental issues.
0: Yeah. yeah but um, mommy issues. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um
1: We all just hate like, our moms. Just like all the
0: writers of lost had daddy issues.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All, all the Pixar people right now hate their moms. Um But um, <laughs> the key there, there's your, there's your there, headline. A, writer,
0: a writer's meeting, like you're hiring a writer and it's like, okay, like here's your credits. Last question. Do you hate your dad? Scale because of one to 10. If the answer how is much? no, you need to get out of my office. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Scale of nine to 10. You, how much do you hate your parents? You may
0: not write for lost if you don't hate your dad.
1: <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, like, so, so I can see that the, the thing with turning red that makes it almost explicitly clear that the film is framing disobedience if you want to put it that way mm-hmm. i don't think i would but that, it, that it's framing that as a good thing right. is that at the end may has a narration that says something to the effect of like and i'm paraphrasing here like my life got better when i did what i wanted to do and blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. what about you it ends with the call, call to, to action. action from <laughs> from the audience yeah which is which is definitely trying to encourage children to act the way that i've just acted right um <laughs> I, again i'm of two minds because right. because the, the film clearly shows that that the mother was suffering from expectations that her mother had placed on her right we see the long-term generational effect of these you know yeah. uh hard-lined you must
0: be this her type of just approach trying to break the cycle
1: yeah and 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 so i do not like I, I don't buck up against the idea of a, of a child saying like, this is what I want. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it'd be the same as if a parent says like, you're going to play baseball because I played baseball and the kid's saying, well, I don't want to play baseball. It's not a bad thing for the kid to say that. <laughs> um, yes, so- it is. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> don't, um, I, don't I forgot. I forgot. Um, <laughs> Listen, but, Dustin, but now
0: that you have a kid, I have to tell you like all that stuff you just said, you can't ever say that again in public. Like you <laughs> have to, <laughs>
1: I got to, I got to turn in my dad card. Your kid has to
0: do what you say, period.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, but, but the, but you know, like, so, but the call to action makes it weird, um, for me. Um, but, but regardless, because, because is it, because at that point you kind of are encouraging like, Hey, do something dangerous, like go to a concert by yourself and don't tell your parents where you're going. You know what I mean? Right. Like, "Eh." you know, but, um, but uh, yeah, whatever. And, and as far as like, uh, but a gender thing, I, I I don't, I don't know that that really factors in, especially when you think about the fact that the critics have largely enjoyed turning red more than Luca. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think turning red had like some record numbers for, for Disney plus, which means then that the audience at least cared more about turning red than Luca. Yeah. So I think, I think the argument that, um, women, women coming of age makes people uncomfortable, I think doesn't hold a lot of water. If, if more people watched that than Luca and more people liked it than Luca, eh, I think there goes your argument.
0: Yeah, I think it's both. I think it does make people uncomfortable, but I I, it does. I'm, I'm not on the side of those people ultimately. Like I'm not on the side of discomfort means. N- n- oh boy. I almost said something that could be misconstrued. Discomfort <laughs> I'm not on the side of uncomfortable art is, is bad. I don't think that I, I, yeah. And you know, I, I, I've, I've, I've defended plenty of film that other people have, have said is made them uncomfortable. And I've been like, I get it. I got it. I don't know. Um, but you know, I I like
1: discomfort. Like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> look, look at this dinner party, Scott's tots. Yeah, like, yeah. like I, I like
0: discomfort, but like, hat. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. but, but it's, you know, the thing is, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I think it does make, make society uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this film proves that point though.
0: Yeah. And, and at the same time, like, especially just my specific situation, my daughter's the age and she's very bright. My daughter's the age now where she just asks me questions anyways. I almost said period. Yeah. That'd be funny too. Um, but like uh (laughs) that does not get directed to me. That goes to to mom. The mom question. Yeah, that's a mom question. But like I get asked questions all the time and I'm having these like gigantic discussions with my daughter about like how the universe began and like, you know, stuff. And it's just philosophical.
1: yeah, Yeah. Like
0: I'm already here with my kids. So I'm not I'm no longer uncomfortable with like, is this right? Like Tara and I had a question the other day we're talking about the the uh light year this whole don't say gay thing the whole Disney thing and now they're like JPEG had to come out say something about it and then the um while that was happening Disney or uh, Pixar edited back in this same sex kiss apparently and Mm -hmm. you know so we'll see. This you know same thing about Disney the same thing about beating the beast. Point is I was like, okay, so stuff like that I know is coming and we're gonna be talking about this sort of thing. Stuff like that in movies, no matter how you feel about the issue, movies are starting to reflect the real world. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to be ready at a certain point to yeah. show things to your kid that they are pretty much probably already aware of. My daughter yeah. has met gay couples. like right. So right. that's not like a well, <laughs> you know, right, right. thing. Yeah. It doesn't right. get talked about very often. Yeah, I certainly don't bring it up because yeah. why yeah. would I bring up anything of, right. of a controversial nature? But like the point is like movies are kind of supposed to explore these things and then you're supposed to follow up and go, if they have questions and go well, and just kind of be neutral about it. Yeah. And um, so when it came to light year was like, you know, like we would watch, let our kids watch the movie and it's like, you know, consider the opposite or returning red like oh this this discusses puberty and like you know teen girl sexual urges like yeah you know what do we do about that do we let our kids watch it? and it's like if you don't let them watch it and they're old enough to like obviously you don't want your four-year-old to watch it or they sure. may not even get it yeah probably but like not. you know do you want them to watch it and it's like if you don't you're the parent who 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 you, you we all know people who had sheltered childhoods especially when yeah. it came to Issues that they themselves were facing that their parents yeah. weren't ready for them to that their parents weren't comfortable confronting them about. Yeah. And this is not the time to be yeah. pulling kids' movies out of your kids' eyes. Especially, you know, you have Disney Plus, it's plastered on the banner up there, but you're gonna yeah. tell them nope. Yeah. So this is whether whether you, the viewer, like it or not, this is kind of this is what kind, this is what kids' movies kind of did we forget, like, this is what they did. Yep. They, they explored these issues and yep. it was allowed just because we were just like, Hey, you know, like kids can handle it. And that's only recently where we've been like, the world is too complex and kids are too young to understand it. And I'm hoping we're finally reaching this rebound where we're like, yeah, we don't have to show them like ultra violence or anything, but like, we can, we can talk about, racism and stuff like that like i'll talk about this in another episode but this cheaper by the dozen remake i watched mm-hmm. as well and i've got thoughts on it and similar mm-hmm. thoughts like we're, yeah. we're we're presenting things to kids that this part of what movies family movies kids movies always yeah. did yeah and we just kind of forgot because we dumbed down kids movies to bright colors and fart jokes
1: Yes. Yeah. You're right. I, 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 there's a, there are a ton of kids movies that I watched in the nineties and films from the nineties and before that had things in them that I I wasn't ready to understand, um, when I watched them. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and granted I'm new to the whole parent thing right now, but, but it seems to me that the job of the parent is, is not to shelter a child so that they don't understand the world in which they live right but but rather it it would be to um confront these these issues when a child is ready and when a child has questions especially um confront them and 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 talk about them and and if you as as an adult have come to a conclusion um whatever the conclusion is um hey you know Let's talk about this and why this is good, or let's talk about this and why this is bad. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have come to that conclusion that such and such is good and such and such is bad, then you need to be prepared to defend that that opinion to your children, not necessarily by indoctrinating, but by saying – I've been here for a while Mm -hmm. and this is what I've found to be true. And if you, if you as a parent can't tell your children what you think is true, then either you don't think it's actually true or you think that your kids cannot benefit from truth. And, and either of those things is probably pretty, uh, uh, lazy, um, at, at best. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and that, that's kind of where, where I fall with this is, are, are we going to start saying that our kids can't watch movies that have things in them with which we disagree, or are we going to be prepared to say, Hey, this is a thing that, that we need to now talk about. So, you know, eight year old daughter watching a, a, a girl go through puberty in a, some sort of metaphorical way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no morality, but you know, punched into that idea. Right. That's just a fact of life. Yeah. Um, but, but if we're, if we're even too like timid to talk about that or discuss that when a child is of age to, to have those questions and, 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 you know, when your child is ready, um, then, then, that's not okay to, to not be ready for that. Um, but, but at the same time, like, yeah, I, I just think that you have to, uh, instead of sheltering your, your children, uh, because like you said, uh, it, it, it is light. Like you're going to be the first time that your child encounters someone who's gay. No. Um, and, and so, so why would I make a big deal out of it then? You know, it, to go back to another, the office, right? Am I going to be mad that Oscar is on the show? No. Right. Why? Because that's indicative of a real world situation. Um, So, so, so I'm not going to like, be like, well, Dustin, yeah, we don't need to watch this. You know, like th- this is dumb. It's a dumb thing because there, there's no, um, I, I, I guess, I guess my, my flag in the, in the sand here, so to speak is, is simply, we have to confront whatever it is that we're talking about and talk about it like, and, and, and discuss it rather than shelter our kids from stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, because again, then you start going down the road of like, why are you sheltering them from this and not this? Right. Like, oh, so it's okay yeah. for them to watch Captain America punch somebody's face into oblivion, but it's not okay to just see what a gay person? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that, that that doesn't that doesn't add up. So so now we have to figure out within our own selves like why are we okay with our kids watching someone's face getting clobbered in? Yeah, but not somebody that they may actually encounter on the street.
0: Correct. It's it. it th- this existed in Avengers Endgame where you know the movie is full of you know violence and and scary yeah. things and and yeah. and and scary villains and scary concepts, but people were mad because in a support group there's a guy talking about going on a date with another man. Yeah, right. And people were like, why is Cap why is he well, talking? How dare they? And why would Captain America himself endorse that? Like why isn't he yeah. going, you fiend? Like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, know, <laughs> you fiend. You fiend. <laughs> you fiend. Instead of instead of Hitler that he's punching on that first issue, he's punching like the guy from Queer Eye <laughs> from the straight guy. <laughs> uh, I forget that yeah. guy's name. Anyway, I I mean. Yeah. I don't know why it's the person I thought of. He's punching Anderson <laughs> Cooper. I don't know. <laughs> you fiend. I could think of a, a better one. You villain? Yeah.
1: Well, uh, that, that's a whole other thing because that that film is also not made for children. So saying like, <laughs> yeah. "Why now? Why is there a gay person in this film?" You're, uh, I don't know why I'm making this this voice like Goofy, like like <laughs> well, Goofy's really. Ma- I don't ma- understand
0: what I'm looking at here, bud. Of course, Maxie. more Maxie. Why,
1: I don't. Why are you watching this what, Avengers? What are you doing, Max? <laughs> well, there's a gay person in this Avengers.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I can. Uh... We should turn this off, Maxie. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, I mean, yeah. and, and, you know, there, and there's stuff that's age appropriate and stuff that isn't, depending on what you want for your kids. But I'll say this. Yeah. I'll, I'll close out with this. I've never met someone who had a sheltered cinematic childhood who would say today, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that my parents yeah. didn't let me watch these things or these things. Like every person, especially yeah. people who really love movies. Yeah. Yeah one reason they really love them, maybe that's the silver lining for them, is like they chased them hard once they gained independence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. Um, I, I I think of like my upbringing, I don't think I was super sheltered with what I was watching or, or, or anything. I think that I had, um, I had parents who were who wanted to make sure that I was ready for what I was ingesting. Yeah. Um, and, and there were times where I think maybe I was ready for something that they didn't know that I was ready for. Mm -hmm. Like my mind goes to when I was a kid, um, I stayed with my grandfather one night, my, my grandparents while, um, they, my parents went out to dinner or whatever and they came back and my grandpa had showed me Jurassic park. Like yeah. I was little and they were like, are you kidding? What? what? And, and I'm like, it was awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so I, 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 think, about, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think about stuff like that where it's like, I think sometimes kids are ready for things before yeah. you think they are. And, and I think that, that that, happened on occasion to me. And that's one example of that. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that you look back and go, man, I'm so glad that there was a whole section of things that I couldn't do or that I couldn't participate in yeah. that the only precursor for me participating in them was becoming older. Right, right. I I guess if that makes sense. I mean, obviously there are things, but like, you know, like you don't want your, you know, seven year old to, you know, down some Jack Daniels. But I'm just saying like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you you gotta, it it feels like movies are not, are not a seven year old drinking Jack Daniels. So anyway, I don't know. I'm losing it. It's late and I haven't had much sleep. So I'm probably not making much sense anymore. (laughs) i don't know where
0: i was going with that you got that dad brain dustin that's it's 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 fine hilarious watching your arguments fall apart for the next couple of years while you struggle to to keep your brain working
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have to come in here with notes like handwritten notes yeah or notes on my phone and my my fonts like really big on my
0: phone you have to wear spectacles like me right sure these aren't even spectacle. They're they're only reading glasses because I have I have uh, I have a muscular issue with an eye, and so I can't read up close without them. So, my I, my vision itself is is actually fantastic. It's 2015, but
1: yes, if I, they don't
0: point in the same direction, it, it doesn't mean shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: mad right now because like I'm so obviously I'm in a new place, and right? Whatever. Um, and this chair doesn't have armrests. And I'm like, yeah, mine either. What, what do I do with my arms? Yeah. What do I do with my hands? What do I do? So like this whole time I'm like crossing. My, and I feel like everyone's going to look at this. Whoever watches the mm-hmm. promo that you cut. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be like, mm, I'm mad. Smug. I'm mad to be here. I'm yeah. mad to be in this podcast.
0: And meanwhile, I'm just, like, I still have arms. I can't do that right um, now. Cause I have my, my mic situated. I can't put my arms in front of me.
1: I keep doing it. And I keep hitting this, this cord mm-hmm. and it's probably in the thing, whatever. It's okay. It's fine.
0: It's okay. I'll just spend many more hours editing it, Dustin. It's all right.
1: Yeah, I just did that for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, it's it's good to be back for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many more, many more to come. I have a backlog. I want to, there's many things I want to address, but um, yes, let's, uh, what do you say we do this again? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Sayonara, everybody. Dustin I, right. Dustin I have to go to bed before our kids wake up in one hour.
1: Yeah, I've got to go to bed as well before my kid wakes up in 30 minutes. I, All we right.
0: have a tornado. We have a storm system coming through, so we're probably getting up soon anyway.
1: Oh, gotcha. I don't have a storm system. He is the storm. Not he is the storm. You're
0: going to have one tomorrow. It's it's coming from me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. righty. You know,
1: just stop it. Just stop, just stop it. Just form like a human barricade like us.
0: I'll try to put a bunch of our houses and our families in the way so that it stops a storm. Dustin. Okay, thank
1: you. That'd be great. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody. Good night.
1: Good night. Almost instead of stopping my recording, I almost just hung up on (laughs) me.
0: Bye.